0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Are No Alamo, the mental health podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the WANA fam, and we are glad you are here. This episode of We Are No Alamo is brought to you by Louisiana Wild Crawfish and Catering. Do you need catering? Why have an ordinary party when you can have crawfish catering in Austin, complete with food, drinks, games, and music? With Louisiana Wild Crawfish and Catering, you can create an exciting and fun event for you or your event party. You can book your catering event today at www.louisianawild.com slash catering. Also, if you need anything else, larger catering services, Louisiana Wild does it all, from Dell catering to 16 birthday parties. Whatever you need, Louisiana Wild is your place for crawfish and, as always, A good time also if you're still not completely believing me good Louisiana wild crawfish is I'm gonna read a couple Yelp reviews from JM in Austin Texas says Louisiana wild is legit Hired them to cater our annual boil this year and they kept our hungry crowd very happy the guys that ran the boil did a great job and handled all the last-minute extras we wanted to add with mad crawfish skills It was well worth the extra cash to hire Louisiana Wild and actually be able to eat and socialize with our crew. We're definitely going to use them again next year. Again, LouisianaWild.com.
1: You put your earplugs in. You put your earplugs in. Okay. Does this thing spin this way? Yeah. All
0: right. So you're right there. We're doing a test, test,
1: test, test game. You mean like volume like oh. that?
0: Yeah. yeah, can you hear it more? Can you hear it more?
1: Yep. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, you're in there. i in there. You're in there now.
0: I'm in here now. No, the game just like takes away like the voice.
1: The background noise?
0: Yeah. Even God. though there's like none. Actually, the fan. I'll turn that off in a second.
1: You can hear but, that?
0: But like. Tell me about what you're doing on the mental health sheet right now.
1: I'm filling out all kinds of crazy things. (laughs) The level of craziness. Now, uh, what is this? In the following spaces, mark number one through ten to indicate. Oh, my symptoms. All of them. Pretty much all mine are a lot. What are the symptoms
0: that you can connect with the most right now? What are you seeing on that paper?
1: Anxiety are always at a ten. Guilt and shame. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: From what? Just like.
1: Just. uh, uh, Crawfish uh, season's uh. over when you do about 18,000 pounds a week.
0: Yeah. I looked at your events and it was like March. and (laughs) Yeah. 19th of. (laughs) Or is that March 2019? Because I feel like that's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. we Just Just a little bit.
1: We go pretty much from January to February till yesterday. (laughs) All right. That's tight. About a year and a half worth of work in six months. All
0: right. Who's what your count? favorite uh, music artist?
1: Which genre?
0: I asked you. Who's your favorite <laughs> music artist? Um, I didn't mess- ask all the genre stuff.
1: Right now on hip hop, I'm going to go with Toby Nguigui. Spell it. I knew you were going to do that, but I can't, I, I can't. You knew it. You feel my energy. You I couldn't do it. Toby is awesome. He Spell it, Noah. Don't make me sound stupid on the radio. No,
0: he's talking about it. You're not saying it. <laughs> Also, it's a podcast, not radio. That's, but... uh, that's hey it. Y'all. Hello. All right, easier one. Um, what's your favorite dad joke?
1: My favorite what? Dad joke. I don't have one. He left.
0: Oh! <laughs> and we got a sound check, and we got a sound check. He
1: has the best dad joke.
0: <laughs> what is yours? Uh, it just depends on your okay, what's your Gifted favorite Gifted one-liner.
1: That's his Instagram name.
0: What's your Instagram? G-I-F-T-O-F-L-I-N-E-R-S at Instagram.com. Thank you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) studio today we have rusty cry Daddy from louisiana wild and we are so happy. I. I say we because noel's
1: here too yeah we, we bring him along <laughs> his nickname is blue aka blue the blue crawfish the unique one
0: the blue crawfish the unique one what is that from
1: no that we made it up like oh, okay. the, there's a blue crawfish and nobody ever sees them but they're real unique and different that's blue oh Everybody has a nickname. We got Mudbug, we got Lovebug, and of course, Russ T. Crawdaddy.
0: <laughs> well, I'm really happy to have you on the show today, honestly. So, what I've been doing lately is going out and meeting people in Austin, all over. So, if you've seen me and you've received a We Are No Alamo card, this is why. We get local people, local businesses, This is what it's all about. We're supporting each other. So... Seriously, crowd Daddy, thank you for being on the
1: show. Thanks for the invite. I told you I felt your energy when you walked in the show, Creek.
0: Oh yes. Like, boom, boom. We doing it. Okay, so start us off. Tell us a little bit about your backstory. What's going on?
1: Oh, like how far back? Because we don't have that much time. Uh,
0: we have as much time as you need, honestly.
1: Um, as in my anxiety, or as in the business? What, Andy? Do you want to tap so, on. So
0: whenever I approached you and I was like, hey, would you like to learn more about We Are No Alamo? Da da da, we talked to people about anxiety and pressure and you're like, I'm your guy, yeah. I'm your guy.
1: I live on the high end of anxiety. ADD, right. So let's ADD. start there. All right, cool. So um, when Jason, the owner of this company, found me and made me a partner, I didn't even believe it was possible to make that kind of money doing crawfish. Right. Then he told me, you only worked six months out of the year. I was like, oh, my anxiety went to here, like, no way then the first season we were doing it, I was like, "Holy crap!" But that's when my ADD and ADD, ADD and ADHD kicked in, and I realized this is my calling. Like, nobody stays up for days without utilizing something to keep them up, right, and,
0: except Franklin's barbecue. <laughs> but we like other barbecues.
1: Franklin's barbecue, the barbecue show—that's a good one. Shout out, plug in. Remember, shout that shout
0: out, plug, shameless plug.
1: <laughs> so uh, we do that there we're supporting everyone that's it that's what Great. we do spread the love so i mean it just fit and then as i realized at the end of the season once everything was done i would hit a like major state of depression like one time i didn't leave the couch for like 30 days
0: okay just yeah. couldn't get up couldn't get up so like, into depression i was
1: just stuck on the couch watching shameless
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that must have helped you out a lot Yeah, i think it made it worse WMH, Macy's. <laughs> I think it it. Screw up. Yeah. I met that guy in Santa Fe once and I was like, uh, they were filming wild hogs. Oh, wow. And I was like, you're the guy after Jurassic park. And he's like, yeah, but also everything else. <laughs> yeah.
1: Only people. That's his favorite thing. is us know <laughs> Jurassic park, baby.
0: So back to the anxiety, does working with people help you?
1: Yes. I believe I'm here to serve. I've always been in trouble from like grade school for being too talkative. So if you put, talking and serving together that mm. ends up coming into food. How? <laughs> well, when you go to a restaurant first person to meet you is a hostess and they have to talk to you. Right. And when you sit down the next person is a the server. They have to serve you. And mm-hmm. when it goes back to the kitchen which nobody ever sees there's oh somebody gosh, back gosh. there screaming and yelling at, get this food out and blah, yeah. that goes to communication with sous yeah. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. So, <laughs> I just tie them all together and during the off season I may go consult at some restaurants because I can relate to people and I was always told Mm-hmm. you learn people you'll never be broke
0: and you definitely have a sense of people since you've been doing this what it, since 2012 right
1: 2012 business been around since 2009 jason hohenberger was the original owner shut up follow me for like three years and i was like why is this little white guy following me mm-hmm. he was like dude you're daddy. i'm like i don't even know what you're talking about i just cook crawfish and some shrimp and
0: I'm just a humble person. Yeah,
1: I just like to, he's like, nah, dude, you got to come. So I have my aunt flying in from uh, California. All right. She does a bunch of account stuff for the big Walmarts and things like that. I said, I think this guy's lying. Look at these numbers. So uh, we partnered up in 2012. Every year since then, I've grown the company 33%. And uh, this That's is awesome. pretty much all I do and work on myself on the off season and try to help other people.
0: So speaking of working on yourself, when was the last time that you talked to somebody seriously About depression or anxiety or Friday, Friday. (laughs) Wait, with me?
1: No, no, no. I go to counselor. Oh yeah, I do counseling. I do go to group sessions. (laughs) Actually, Um, there's ten cents for me. Yeah, but I mean, we'll give you twenty five by the end of the call.
0: Thank you. No, there's it's a no apologies thing because you're trying to keep yourself worth. Like apology, apologizing for, let's just say. I apologize for farting just say, <laughs> you know what, man, it happens. it happens bodily function. You can't apologize for that. That's just one. Everybody does it. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's 10 cents to apologize. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So you uh, talked about this. I
1: talk about that. I mean, anybody that's in our little crawfish crew, mm-hmm. uh, my deal is it's important to be able to discuss what's going on with you. And if you can't talk to me, I get on the know all the time. Like, if you can't talk to me, we need to go get you some help. Right. Because my door is always open, literally. Don't try to go rob me. We got <laughs> guns and goats. Well, uh, <laughs> greatest of all times. So. <laughs> so, I mean, <clears throat> I was always raised that way. Like, you have to be able to talk about it. I mean, my grandmother was the first black vice mayor of San Jose, California. So, I mean, our family is well diverse. We've always been able to communicate real well. And I think if people would talk more, instead of saying, stop being so talkative, teachers, now what y'all got to say? Right. Um, they should just be able to talk. I mean,
0: and let's go back to that because you were talking about when you were growing up that you were just a chatty guy, but did it not only affected you mentally, right? Like all of a sudden you're the other because you're separated. You want to be
1: diagnosed.
0: Exactly. So do you think that it affected others in a similar way? I've always wondered this question.
1: Um, of course, the ones that I was talking to that didn't have ADD, mm-hmm. uh, they couldn't pay attention to their work. I would knock all my work out and then be talking. Right. But I just, I don't, I think that our school system should, instead of looking at it as a negative deal, is find some way to, you know, work with these. I used to have some pretty cool teachers that I, I would pace a lot, and right now my leg's twitching. But, um, oh man, I pace, <laughs> I
0: clean. I put squares together at paper. That's it. Have you seen these now?
1: (laughs) I have four of them uncompleted. We were
0: studying up before.
1: So I mean that's a a major thing. I'd had a teacher that let me pace in the back of the classroom. Or if anybody needed help, they would say, All right, once you're finished, Mm -hmm. go over and help this person and that let me feel like it's okay to be what they're trying to say. First they would try to give you medication and of course most parents would jump on the bandwagon when you wake up at the end of eighth period like, Where's everybody at?
0: Yeah, That exactly. was the end of medication
1: for me. So we got horses, and that's where the tea for Rust Tea is tailor-made. We have stable. Nice. And I try to bring people out and let them ride the horses and just
0: talk. Right. Just,
1: just let just it out.
0: Talk. Sounds like so therapeutic, honestly. <laughs> that's it. Because nature is honestly my higher power. That's it. You know, we, we talked heights. about in the previous uh, episode or another episode about, you know, AA and how I started going to Al-Anon because... Of my personal experiences growing up with, you know, alcoholics and the family. And can you tell me a little bit and, like, offer our listeners, you know, some resources and just tell them, like, this is a resource for you to help and there's no judgment there. This
1: podcast, number one. I mean, I'm Thank sure you. there's somebody on there you can reach out to. I don't really have any plugs because I'm horrible about remembering names you're our, you're the sponsor <laughs> of this
0: podcast okay in a while so you don't have to plug anybody else you can reach out I to already anybody. plugged your homie over here <laughs> oh, oh Noah got the plug the oh ready. blue
1: blue um you can check out the stable page tailor-made riders and stables
0: here, uh, uh what is it Taylor?
1: made riders and stables on Facebook uh Rance one of the co-founders of me which is a cousin of mine uh I'm the talker so he's going to definitely know where you got that from like oh he must have been talking to Russ <laughs> so what was his name again Rance R-A-N-C-E Rance L E D.
0: Oh, alright Rance you better get ready you should listen to this podcast because
1: plugged in we coming
0: for you for help man
1: You'll see it so yeah reach out to him they also have our horseshoeing Let's, uh,
0: let's bring it back to you.
1: Oh, back to me. See, see, like yeah, that. Yeah, see, actually, see. I'm always about everybody else, and I that's a, another deal is a lot of people uh, with certain diagnosis, they're, they're always about helping other people because they don't want to reflect on themselves.
0: Exactly. So. It's, you have this pain internally, mm-hmm. and in order for you to feel better, you become a servant yes. to others. Yes, And that's why I initially started this podcast, because I came out of the hospital, Everyone has the same story, you know. Like, you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. And if, like, we get together after the hospital, which definitely have and kept in touch, and it's called building skillful friends. Yes, I heard that. So in podcast, yeah, on this podcast, bringing people on from Austin, and helping the community. You know, this is grassroots. Yeah, so we want to keep this all about grassroots, and that's why I'm excited to have you on the podcast. So, when you started, like when you started growing up, do you remember <laughs> what? Don't
1: say that too loud. I know, right? The name of the company is Louisiana Wild. I'm the Wild Side, so I have to keep that Rusty stigma.
0: <laughs> no one knows the real age, but you know the person, You know the personality. Um. So going back to that, do you remember a time when, before you even thought about mental health, uh-huh. um? If you saw something in somebody that you kind of worried about, or you didn't really understand, and when did you begin to understand that people <laughs> started having mental health problems? It's
1: funny that you say that. Uh, we have an Uncle, well, we mean Noah, right? Uh, uncle George, and we always knew something was off with Uncle George. We never knew what it was, but he was bipolar. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, really so,
0: difficult today. I would
1: you. definitely. We would spend, I would spend summers with them where we literally leave from Texas and drive all the way to California. So we would drive from California and like a Toyota Tacoma with no AC to California and go paint and no phones. Yeah. We would drive, <laughs> drive back. We're all
0: over the map. <laughs> we would drive really?
1: back and I'd be like, man, what the, the heck's the matter with him? Nobody normal does this. And what
0: was that again?
1: Like, what's the matter with him? Nobody... Do
0: you remember, like, the situation? That... Yeah, we
1: would literally drive from Texas, Clean, Texas, and then drive to San Jose, California, or Lake Tahoe. Just because? When he wanted to go work. So oh, we'd okay. go there, and we'd paint a house in Lake Tahoe, and then drive back. And I was like, what? Why yeah, sounds like major. There's man. houses in Texas? <laughs> like, right. We've passed a million houses on the way going to here, but... Then, as I got older, I would realize like I was going to a manic. He was going to a manic issue, like, boom, and then he was real I don't know, anal would be the right word, but he was just like OCD, an, like OCD about his jobs. And but when they were done, they were beautiful. Like, right now, I was like, oh, that's why people get him to do them. Like,
0: and that's why people love their mania with bipolar because you are creative, very creative. You think all of these different things. You are a completely different person. And on the an episode of This American Life. Um, I think it was called caught on camera or something. It was about this guy with bipolar and he started making a documentary while he was in a manic episode. So when he actually watched it and saw his own mania, he understood yes, like himself way more. And I thought that was really powerful, but we don't always have a mirror exactly. or that kind of medium to see ourselves. Exactly. And right? I
1: th- think it's important. Uh, To surround yourself with people. I I wouldn't say the same people as you, but everybody has something going on in their life. So I keep tapping onto this DISC assessment when, even with friendships, I try to implement people that, uh, I wouldn't say influence me, but they, I don't even know the word. They speak to you. Yeah. they. Well, they, oh man, I just went brain dead. But anyway, pretty much a... They just they work well. They mesh with you. And it's mm-hmm. wherever their strengths are. Wherever I don't have the strength, I try to plug somebody in with that strength. Okay. So, like, I'm not real organized, as you can see. We started taking notes, and I've worked on every piece of paper, but i finished. What did notes. I highlight right there? What did I highlight? Emotions communicate to land and influence others. Um, That's what you I'm just a, said? Really? I'm a high eye, which is influence on the disc assessment We talked
0: about that a little bit, but can you explain a little more for the listeners? Because I think it would be really helpful for people, because this is something I learned earlier.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> so, um, usually six months out of the year, I will go into this self development, self growth, hiking, going to business seminars, That's going great. to self help seminars. And I ran into, I'm sure everybody knows who Eric Thomas is, the hip hop preacher, E.T., the guru. How bad do you want to be successful? I went to one of his clinics in San Diego and the disc assessment popped up, which they put you in certain categories, which is disc assessment. You have your gorilla, you have your flamingo, you have your chameleon, and you have your turtle.
0: Is this kind of like Myers-Briggs except with other? Uh
1: Similar, similar. Okay. But they're the first ones to come with the slide test or whatever. Mm -hmm. But pretty much it just breaks, breaks down The people in your jungle. So I'm a high eye, which is a flamingo. So, and then I'm almost equal with the gorilla. So if I feel backed in a corner or something like that, the gorilla comes out. But on the low spectrum, the high eyes, I mean, the D. The C's and the S. I'm going to produce this. Don't worry. All right? You do it. You're going to chop and screw it.
0: No. I just want to make sure that I got all your story, Uh, honestly. uh, Gotcha. So um, the
1: high I would be me. So you got your D's, your I's, your S's, and your C's. I'm very low on your S's and your C's. Mm -hmm. So I try to look for people that have the high C's and S's because they will fit what I'm doing better. So I have Gina. And my business partner Jason, mm-hmm. which are high C's and S's. So when you see, I Russ- like
0: how everyone in your little click group, mm-hmm. you know, have the same. You know, like we're going to do this together as an organizational yes. development because we really, really want to learn about the other person exactly and build an actual bond because that's the only way, in my opinion, you can be successful in yeah.
1: long term. That's how Ford, and still doing what Ford does. Exactly. And a, a lot of people fail to realize that you can have somebody in your organization that's an amazing person, but they don't fit that. You don't want to have your gorilla guy, your high D, right? As a hostess, get in here, have a seat. Like, that's not their protein. Right, like, exactly. So, you're going to put your flamingo there, somebody there that's very energetic, very mm-hmm. personable, and influential. So, oh, come on in, come and have a seat. And that's that DISC assessment changed my my life. Like I was able to realize like, okay, this person is good in this position, but they're not great in it. So let's move him over here and let's put this person over there or-
0: That's very progressive of you, honestly, because there are so many companies and organizations that I have talked to who are like, okay, if you're internal and you think that you could work better in another department, let us help you. When in reality, I've never seen that happen, yep. except for companies like you, like starting with the people, keeping with the people, That's it. especially on your catering at UT, like, and at Dell and oh, yeah. at younger people. And you bring this energy from, and I'm from West Texas, right? So every season crawfish came up, everyone got together. That's it. You know, and
1: that's why I love it so much. Um, the crawfish, and I think that's kind of like when you find your purpose, you still have to have your vessel to work on your purpose. Exactly. So I'm able to make this living with the crawfish, but it fits my purpose because crawfish is something that everybody does together. It's a group deal. Everyone's sitting down, communicating, and talking. They're on the same tribe. That's it. They're no all part what. of the same tribe. I mean, we deal with so many cultures that do this from. Like I said, we do Dell Computer. Um, I go all the way to McCainie, I go all the way to Lubbock. Yeah. There's so many different cultures that you do but at and the end of the day. I
0: don't mean to cut you off, but you talk about, you know, you drive everywhere, like long, long, long. And people with MI and anxiety and depression sometimes, you're sitting with your thoughts for so long. It is really hard for me to take road trips.
1: It drives you insane. The only thing that helps you me ha- like music. Really, I, mean, I love music and podcasts. That's what's the awesome deal is like. I may start from hip hop, mm-hmm. a genre of hip hop, and by the end of it, I'm listening to the classical or some heavy metal just because I'm falling asleep trying to get home. Right. Like me and my business partner will try to do the story quick. Is we literally brought in crawfish, had about eight thousand pounds, took five thousand pounds to Austin, came back home, and then I had to drive to Lubbock, did a catering, oh and then drove back. Through San
0: Angelo, too? Yes. Oh, I love the dirt windmills. So we're coming so in. So pretty. And
1: I think we're in Bangs. Shout out to Cafe Anderson. He's okay. from Bangs, Texas. So we're coming <laughs> in Bangs. And like I'm like, man, I'm tired. And my business partner's like, oh, I'm, t- I'm asleep. And I'm just looking at him. So I just cranked it up, some ACDC, some old rodeo music, and coast on in the passes. And it's, it goes back to what everybody tried to say was a disease or something for me. Right which was ADD, ADHD, like nobody normal in their right mind unless you want to be successful would do what I do. You're not going to stay up for 26 hours no, and then get home. And be unless like,
0: you're a musician. That too. Or a crawfish caterer. <laughs> Shout out. We're, Louisiana Wild. We're Wild. going
1: on tour, you know, Louisiana Wild. Crawdaddy and the Crawdets.
0: <laughs> Rusty Crawdaddy in the house. But when we first met, like you called yourself so many different crawdaddy names. You're like, I'm Rusty Crawfish. Nothing. No, you definitely crawdaddy. turned it into like a
1: four situation. I mean, that's <laughs> it. We got we do crawfish, we do lobster tail, we do gumbo, we do shrimp, we do, we mean, do
0: mental health podcasts. Mental say, health hey, podcasts.
1: Baby. We're all around. That's a big gumbo mixing pot. <laughs>
0: I love it Okay So are there any Songs or TV shows Or books That you've read About suicide and depression That have really spoken to you And where I'm coming from For example um, There are some people who think that this podcast Is too mature For high school students When in reality Shout out to the 15 to 23 year olds Who listen to this podcast every week Because this is the reason that We Are No Alamo exists. And from when I was in high school, I read 13 Reasons Why, right? Depicting suicide as a revenge sort of thing because she was trying to get rid of her pain by making other people suffer. And then Netflix made that movie and it triggered me with my PTS, you know, because... She needed help and she could have received help and it just broke my heart and it made me want to get out there and talk to people more. So that was my experience. Like I can't say
1: uh, growing up, a lot of mine were mentors. My mom, you know, not having a father growing up. Uh, my mom was real anal about spend some time with him. And a lot of the people that I spent, Billy Sneed, Al Taylor, which the T is for Made. I thought you knew. Holla at your boy. Oh, my God, you <laughs> named up. I love it. No, so. Now you need to send it to everyone and have them
0: pledge $50 monthly. That's it. Seriously.
1: Uh, Made. y'all hear what time it is. Get Patreon. your money out. Patreon.com slash we are no You <laughs> heard it. Repeat, repeat. <laughs> so uh, the mentors were more the, instead of books, because I don't really sit down real well. And Back then, we didn't have audio books. Mm-hmm. So I would just talk to these guys and be like, you know, How'd you deal with this? A lot of these people were like, Cleo Hearn was the first African American to receive a rodeo scholarship. I mean wow. you start dealing with racism on that scale. Oh my god. And they hear their stories. I'm like, oh maybe my life isn't that bad. See, okay, right
0: there is a judgment because pain is pain and people compare their pain to others all the time. And even in Al Anon, even in therapy, I talk all the time about, you know, the pain that I'm experiencing. And then comparing it to others, it's like, well, they watched their husband get blown up in Iraq, Mm -hmm. you know, or my friend, like, suffering from some sort of autoimmune disease that is slowly killing their bones. Pain is pain, and I've really tried to learn that, you know, the pain that I'm feeling is exactly the pain as others are feeling, and I'm making myself suffer, and suffering is optional,
1: so... I mean, it's just talking with those guys. Um, my grandmother used to always say that the newer, the younger generation, the best advice I can give you is shut up and listen.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat that? Uh, the
1: best advice my grandmother would tell us is we shut up and listen. Exactly. I think we spend so much time trying to just tell everybody our story if you would listen, I guarantee. You right after that, and you're done. Somebody's going to come and want to know your story. Exactly. So if we just take the time to just listen to someone else's story. It can help us with that pain. Yeah. Help us deal with whatever marriage issues, whatever it is, and it always happens. But as I've gotten older, the the book that really changed the way I look at things. Common just came out with a book that's called "Let Love Have the Last Word," and in that book, he pretty much explained to how he thought he was being an amazing father by uh, supporting and and being there for his daughter, but he wasn't loving her the way she needs to, which ties into the other book that I've been listening to on the regular is The Five Love Languages. And I think we spend so much time just not listening. Like, I mean, when he was able to break that book down and tell his story about him being molested as a child, and I'm like, oh wow, I can relate to that. Heavy, heavy, touched my soul like this is common this is the rapper that y'all see all on these shows and he was able to just go public with and then his daughter looked at him a different way and I have two daughters and a son and I'm like wow maybe just being just just paying their bills and making sure they have everything else they still may not feel that amount of love that they really need right and it just helped me look at it and that's right now we're going into after Crawford season is my self-development and growth season so to be able to be open Sabbatical right mentally. there boom yeah. right in the beginning of
0: what a great blessing for you to be able to be in this position where you are now to have the opportunity to do that for yourself because positive baselines so hard to get to yes and once you're there it's so precious and you want to do everything you can everything to stay.
1: i mean a lot of it we're so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life like that was what i looked at as the blessing of being Russ T. Crawdaddy and having Louisiana Wild is I get six months out the year to work on me and help others like six months that's it's half a year most people are paycheck to paycheck like your anxiety is high because you don't know where your next meal is coming for or if your kids are going to have this and all my stuff is done so now I can use this time to work on me which entails I feel like I'm here to serve is I can help somebody else and help right, somebody definitely.
0: else and we talked about this a little bit and I can cut this part out if you're not comfortable I have had many friends talk to me about being sexually assaulted and how hurtful and traumatic and just fucked up their relationships for the rest of their life questioning their sexuality you know was I the issue of course I was because this happened to me And no one's really talked about that as a man, as a black man on the podcast. And if you're comfortable.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, as transparent as can be. And like I said, I'm here to serve. So I hope what I went through, people can take that and use it as a positive deal is um, I live with a lot of shame on that. Uh, My mom, uh, when she had my brother, when I lived in uh, California, they moved me to Massachusetts, where I stayed with my aunt and my uncle till I was nine, and they had some foster kids that they adopted, and one of them sexually assaulted me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't—I say sexual assault, which—and there's so many ways that I don't want anybody to misconstrue or think that I'm trying to take away from it. Something happened. Right. Pretty much, that—that's the end the of it. And everyone's
0: story is different, but exactly. the pain is the same.
1: I was five or six, so I was introduced to sex at a young age. Which I feel sex to me isn't that bond like everybody else looks at sex as like, oh, it's, it brings you together. I'm like, look, um, this is what's going to happen. And not my experience. And we're done with it, and uh, boom, let's roll on. Sex to me isn't that bondage, which is that's why I'm working on myself and self-growth is somebody took that away and made sex just like not a big deal to me. Like everybody right. has sex. I don't care if it's just sex. So... Um, being able to realize that And say okay I know this is an issue that's, That can't be healthy right. That there is no Emotional connection When I have sex Which is probably What it's affected my is But I'm able to talk about it Like I don't have An emotional Attachment when there's sex And people need that I mean right,
0: Exactly but, So You were five or six When this happened mm-hmm. And It affects your whole life. And I talked in the previous episode about, you know, the AA and stuff, that you are such a sponge when you're young, that that is your normal because that is all you know. Yes. And it's very hard to change that perspective when that is your first experience. Exactly. And I really appreciate you sharing it because so many people live in that guilt and shame. For so long, I mean, and how old are you do, me asking?
1: I'll be 36, July 13th. How about you, boy? We're having a party, I can't tell you I wear a lot. Of my
0: up. <laughs> we're having a mental health party.: We're having everybody. a mental health party. We're going to read um, a lot of <laughs> IOP like emotional regulation handouts.: <laughs> No, seriously, Thank you. And so have you ever had someone come up to you? In a crisis situation where they were having suicidal ideation, or you know, just needed someone there.
1: Yes, uh, it's funny that you say that because my house is open door, and I tell people that like I don't care what you're going through. I have a very non-judgmental home. Reason being is I've been through all kinds of like I can't even tell y'all start to tell y'all, and some of that's private and I don't want to discuss on on the podcast. But I've been Google me. That's all I can tell you. Mm -hmm. I've been through a lot of things based on uh, racism and my thoughts on things. And I don't want anybody that comes to my house to think I'm judging them. I mean, I have people. I, I just want you to be able to talk. Mm-hmm. So they come, and you out. came
0: into this house, and you're like, <laughs> you already judged yourself as soon as you came up. You apologized for your big truck. I was like, rusty cry, daddy. I was at a business meeting. I approached you, and you're like, I'm your guy. I was like, okay, then. That meant non-judgmental stance. That's it from now on because that's what we are. No elements all about hashtag wanna. You know, Wilder. so it's real. I'm happy you're here, honestly.
1: I'm, it's a blessing to be here. Um, like I said, I really think that.
0: Uh, well, I'm your friend, real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt. Which friend? The one who came oh, to Oh, Matu
1: help. Henry. Shout out to Matu. We're actually leaving here and going to his barbecue. Cool, okay. Um, he has PTSD. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Bowie, Texas to uh, use uh, Horse Training University mm-hmm. in Bowie, Texas. And he was going through uh, an episode. And we literally went out there and cleaned stalls and just worked with horses. And when we were driving home, he said, you know what? This helped me so much, and he's been to war. I mean, being an Army brat, a lot of my friends are either in the military or prior military, sons or daughters of military. Exactly, and
0: I'm from West Texas, same thing.
1: You already know.
0: 18, you go to Army, you go to the Marines. You come back (laughs) when you're 22 and you have broken bones and a broken spirit, and you know a pension for the rest of your life thank you for your service yeah
1: that's yeah that's not it's, enough yeah a, definitely not enough so just talking with them man, and him able to open up and just when people tell me they're grateful that they're able mm-hmm. to talk to me I mean my grandmother passed a couple months ago and then Sorry that's when that. the light bulb went out it was like you know she could uh endure what she went to to help people and help women and the LG, what's the thing called? LGBTQ. i I'm ruining it. Please, y'all, don't come attack me. <laughs> no, just
0: subscribe, rate, review, and in the comments, tell us what the new acronym is so that we can be politically correct and support you in your progressive movements. That's
1: right, and if you don't think I'm all about everybody, Google Iola Williams. That's my heart, my soul. That's my grandmother. And she just instilled a non-judgmental part in all of us. Like, it doesn't matter what your background, my family is a melting pot of Germans, and Chinese, and black, white, like, it's crazy. I mean, my What's great- a Charlie. Yeah, Charlie? <laughs> Charlie? Like.
0: Noah's in the background. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. I keep calling you Noah. <laughs>
1: no, Noah, he's the one. He saved us from the flood.
0: <laughs> okay, continue.
1: <laughs> so just having that background and, I mean, she is my rock, my soul to everything. So I just look at.
0: And what, the reason that you say she is your rock and your soul is because you are here and she is still with you. Oh, yeah, your light flickered. Yes.
1: Your light flickered, and my grandma was like, And okay.
0: that light is brand new. Brand
1: I, I new. I told you, Lisa. I told
0: you. I told you, Lisa. That's no, I sister. believe that, you know, your loved ones are still there. Like, my papa, my mom's grandfather, I have, um, like, a huge block of memories from the time I was probably 17 to... Or, yeah, 13 to 17, somewhere in there. And we were at Chewy's. Chewy's. If you're not from Austin. Yeah, I'm missing out. And I asked her, I was like, Mom, why did I never, why did we never go to Papa's wedding? Or, not wedding. I
1: wish. Anyway. <laughs> Funeral? The, the other Same <laughs> deal. It's a wedding with God. You know, it just depends on how you look exactly. at
0: it. Exactly. We're celebrating, right? <laughs> um, to his memorial. It was burial. And she was like, Paige, we took you out of junior high for like a week. We went to Colorado and you were there. You don't remember this, this, and this. And I was like, no, not at all. Oh, wow. And that's when I first learned about how your brain saves you from
1: mental. Oh, wow.
0: Exactly. And, um, I talked to my therapist about it and she was like, you know, we could do, um, some of these exercises. I don't want to say ERP, but something it has to do with like traumatic, like PTS stuff. Mm -hmm. And I decided, you know, my brain has compartmentalized this enough. And now I know it's that painful. And if I've come out on the other side, um, you know, fixing my target behaviors, I always have to watch them. But, you know, suicidal ideation, self-harm, rumination, anxiety, you know, things like that keeps me on the right track. Yes. And what do you do usually – Like every day, do you have like a mindfulness exercise?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean, I get up first and I mean, I keep tapping on this, but Eric Thomas, uh, David Metzger or Meltzer, I listen to a lot of self-growth motivational deals while for at least the first 30 minutes. Then I'll get into the word and you know, I'll break my Bible out, go over a couple scriptures and then I go to my horses. I mean, that's to me is what saved my life when they tried to give me all the Ritalin and some of y'all probably don't even know what Ritalin is. <laughs> You're <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> only 36.
0: I'm 30. Like,
1: Well, a lot of people they they're like Ritalin. What is that? I'm like, that's when they started the ADD, ADHD mm-hmm. deal. And they would just like, they were, I felt like a lab rat. I literally, oh my they, gosh, they, right? mm-hmm. they would give you some and I'd wake up in the end of eighth period. And I'm like, where's everybody at? They're like, school's over. I'm like, what?
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I slept through the whole school. Nobody woke me up. So um, when you when you when I give you pills like that, my first deal is to like back off of it. Like I don't, you're not giving me anything else. So what my mom did is she got us horses. She met a guy named Billy Snead. She was like, he plays basketball, baseball, soccer. He needs something else to burn off this energy. So we got into horses. He's got, <laughs> he didn't have enough hobbies. <laughs>
0: what else do you do? What else do you do? Batman, you know, like
1: putt hey, putt. Anything that's I got to Literally, that's what we would do. So that's how I ended up getting into the Western culture. Because yes. I, I went to school and clean. I mean, the Fall one, Texas. Shout out. Yes. Um, <laughs> there was no horses in Fall one, Texas. <laughs> like, a black guy on a horse? What are you doing? So now old oh time. Oh my gosh, road.
0: you're the Old Spice commercial. That was the last time I saw it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and Putin's not black. So the unicorn didn't count either. <laughs>
1: Old time Road now has came out oh, and everybody's so
0: like, All right, bring it back, bring it back. So you experience anxiety. Oh, to the extreme. And depression to an extent?
1: Yes. Uh once I start uh crawfish season, of course. We'll go through crawfish season and everything is like Pew! As long as I'm fixating on a direction on what I'm doing, my anxiety just goes up and down. But once all that's pulled away, like now, but I've learned how to cope with it and certain coping skills and things like that is now I feel less worth like, nobody's screaming Rusty Crawl Daddy. My phone's not ringing as much and I'm like, well, nobody needs me anymore.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're self sabotaging yourself. It's like you do everything right. (laughs) And then it's like, I am going to connect it to finals because in college you study and you study and you study and you you know take the bar exam or whatever Jerry and after that you're like what what else do I do what's my purpose now oh man and i like that That's sounds exactly. like a come down from boom, 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 boom. Like interaction with people every day, and now you know, like, okay, I have to sit with myself a minute and actually, like, <laughs> I have realize... to deal with these problems exactly. And I like to say, you know, you sit in those emotions until they are no longer justifiable by checking the facts. Yes, and I feel like you've become very self-aware about that from what I'm hearing.
1: The first end of the season was horrific. Like, I went and I let them tuck me in and try to take more medication. I was like. What am I doing? So I was yeah. like, there has to be a healthy way to deal with this. So that's when I started looking up self growth and self development. I may go pick up a part time job and just to be busy and to be around people. I am a people person. So, yes, definitely. E- even if I'm a store clerk, I'm like, you going through something, buddy? You want to talk? I applied to Home Depot, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is the happiest cigarettes. place in the world. a <laughs> <laughs> pack of cigarettes. you having problems? You exactly. Want to talk? <laughs> we could talk about it. I mean, it's just. Can we though? I pick up projects, and Noah's one of the projects. I mean, just there's so many things that you can do with your time, and I think when you start learning to cope with whatever you're going through, is you have a purpose, and just using your vessel, which is awesome. Entertainers go through this a lot too, and as I study, you know, they'll go through like even Denzel Washington. I'm working on a biographies of him, and he'll. Denzel,
0: come on the podcast, okay? Yeah, Denzel. And also pay for everything
1: (laughs) that we need to get this. You need a butler? (laughs) Six months off the year, you can take all my money and give it to
0: Wana. (laughs) Wana. Thank you all. I mean, whatever you can pledge, man. That's what it's about. (laughs) Yes, continue, please.
1: It's just finding that you have a vessel. Your vessel has helped you get to where you're at now what is your purpose and I keep tapping into my purpose is literally to serve
0: and it sounds to me like you're really thinking to yourself like am I going to use this situation or this opportunity as a catalyst to grow and evolve for myself or am I using it to beat myself up yes by helping others yes because then I'm not really helping myself I'm, I'm just I'm trying to make myself self feel better. better because they're happy and that makes me
1: happy for but what me. am I doing about me and that's I, okay, the first season I went through the depression. The second season I was like, I'm just gonna go work for somebody. Right. And then i go going right back to that breakdown cycle, that horrible cycle where everybody else is getting what they need out of Russ, but what is Russ helping Russ do? Yeah, what
0: are you doing for yourself? And what are you today? doing for yourself? And What's that's... your self soothe <laughs> What's your, you know, moment of mind? What about me? The... What about me? What okay. am I gonna do? <laughs> but you know what? Horses. That's it. And your six month sabbatical. That's it. But you gotta go through the down part.
1: You do, and it's hard, trust me. I mean, I struggle with every day. There's people always reaching out like, hey, man, you want to work for me? And I'm all like, you wait.
0: Because that might rob you of your energy.
1: Exactly. It will take the energy. So what I'm doing now is, which my last catering was yesterday, guys, so don't charge it to my heart.
0: (laughs) Wait, where did you cater?
1: Uh, We were in Blanco, Texas, Uh, the owners of New Orleans Saints and um, New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, we did something for them in Blanco, Texas. Oh, shout out. Thank y'all.
0: Seriously, you guys. Send some Louisiana. donations. Wanna, wanna need it.
1: <laughs> wanna, wanna money. <laughs>
0: what, are, what are you having Gina do since all you do is name drop and like do all Gina's probably like, I don't wanna hear right now. Da, Please, da,
1: da, da, da. Stop it. Please stop it. And that goes back to I keep telling everybody, man, find you your herd, man. Mm hmm. There's always people are there for you. I mean, it's it, not
0: just listening; it's what you said. It's hearing.
1: It's hearing
0: and empathizing because empathy is so much stronger than sympathy. Yes, you can understand that. You know, your diabetes is really bad, mm-hmm. but if you don't have it,
1: if you can't feel you can't it, can't understand it, that's the whole deal. With when people look at motivational speakers and they're telling their stories, you know, when you break that down, that's the design of it. Is they're telling you that story so you can relate so then they can empathize with you like people don't believe in the oh coaching and speaking to like I am gung-ho on it well you're
0: just talking about it while we were getting ready for it you I'm, know I'm like amped up. our motivational speaker that's my bag da, 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 da.
1: that's that's what I feel I've went through and if you google and I put so much good on top of my google at the bad you're gonna have to dig real deep to get but that part on the bottom Mm -hmm. that's what got me to all the stuff at the top
0: do you think that was a spiritual act or an act of fear for maybe this is going to bring me back down
1: uh look at it as two ways fear and then of course my grandma i keep tapping onto my grandma but i mean what's her name Iola Williams.
0: Iola Williams, will you please make the light blink again? Don't do that lighting, please. Do you approve will, of this podcast? I will run
1: out of here. Light. Your Lickard. grandson
0: really appreciates you I being will, here before we started recording.
1: I will take off. And you'll be like, oh, the podcast is over. Shout <laughs> right. out to Wana.
0: Active or fear. Um Faith or Fear.
1: Faith, of course. I mean, we're just a real strong faith based family. But my fear was I've always been judged, and I was tapping in. you will probably see the pictures later when she posts them, is, I mean, I have a cowboy hat and Jordan's on right now. And he it's <laughs>
0: does. That's the And hood. if anyone <laughs> talks about it, you can come be on the podcast <laughs> yeah, we and bring, bring your like, own outfit. Bring your
1: own outfit in. And, and we'll
0: see who wore it best.
1: <laughs> I think your wardrobe or what you wear should be, nobody you shouldn't have to tell who you are so when you see me they're like oh he's cowboy belt buckle jordan's it goes all the way down to my foundation started yeah so it's on my feet Mm -hmm. and it goes all the way up to my cowboy hat on my hat and i enjoy the western culture now yeah but i had to grow and kendall always says this you when you're going through things Kendall? kendall ficklin Okay. Man, I'm just name dropping I every shout out G Men. I mean, G Men. S-
0: now I'm gonna send this to you. You gotta send it to everybody. I Got the you. Pledge agreements. Come I got on, go you. to Patreon.com. We are no Alamo, like let's that get was, it going. That was
1: last year's uh six month self development. I uh, joined the G Men, which is ran by Kendall Flicklin, which tapped into Eric Thomas, which you know, these guys are a lot of deal with a lot of mental health. It's just a strong group of men. That are opening up and being able to talk about their depression, their anxiety, you know, their marital problems, their sexual problems, just mm-hmm. and not being judged. Like, you can pick up the phone and say, Man, like, I'm in the middle of going through my little personal issue right now, yeah. separated from my wife. And, and I
0: think I cut you off before about your friend who reached out to you. My
1: two, my two, reached out, and he was able to do that because that non judgmental character that I carry and right. that's what I want. I want people to be able to walk down the street and be able to just look in my eyes. I'm an energy bug. I'm a firm believer in vibes. I'm like you're going to feel that vibe. Like that's how I met you. Like exactly. you're I think walking to the bathroom's like, "Hey girl, I feel your energy. What's up?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do a mental health podcast.
0: Wanna come on? It like, like And let's that's do it. that's how
1: energy works. Like And that's how, how things start. That's how everything starts. And it's how...
0: terrifying. So scared. I'm so scared. Everyone I'm terrified. I am. But <laughs> been a year and a half still doing it finally having people really really believe in it and tell their stories and
1: it's the energy you put out i mean as long as you're open and genuine i mean i don't think people will have a problem usually it's not you with the problem it's them and i think what do you
0: mean by that a little bit
1: um nope people are they don't feel comfortable bringing up their issues because they have to deal with them. It goes taps back into like at the end of the six months where I don't feel worthy anymore.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: I mean, I'm
0: worthless.
1: That's it. Like worth. It's like, dude, you just did 18,000 pounds of crawfish a week. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to work anymore for six months and you are worthless. You know what
0: his love language was? Yes. You know, the five.
1: Yes. I'll say you would tap on it. My twos. Or we talking who whose love whose language
0: like your friend, My friend who words uh, of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Okay. So what you gave him, was that validating him? Yes. Okay. That's honestly an amazing thing that you're able to do that. Yes. Because you can talk to people and a lot of times and I've had to learn this myself, you offer unsolicited advice whenever you've been in it and they're like i don't know what to do it's like okay Paige, like team time out you've been through this it's mm-hmm. time to listen to them you that's know? what i mean by
1: grandma putting on that that speech people just need to shut up and listen yeah. like it doesn't literally mean stop talking listen but if you're in a relationship or you got a friendship listen to what they're saying because pe- we're so caught up people are you know we're on a podcast talking and people that listen to podcasts like to talk So there are plenty, there are plenty, I guarantee you. We just need to listen. Like, if it's your wife, it's your friend, buddy, just listen to them because we've spent so much time trying to tell people what they should do. Instead of listening and being able to give them the proper Stop being
0: anxious. Stop being depressed. Get out of bed. Yeah, just get out
1: of bed. Oh, it's normal. Anybody can do it. Like, yeah. And I struggle. Everyone's
0: rolling their eyes right now on the studio Let me
1: (laughs) say that I'm not perfect. So I do struggle with this same issue. I mean, if I see somebody, man, get up. Oh, and it is. I think I told Noah this last week. He lost his goat. I'm going to tell a little story. Go, He lost his goat. And I was like, uh... Did you look around? He was like, no. Was For like, the goat? Yeah, man. The goat went to... There's a herd. And- okay,
0: team time out. I'm gonna I'm going to pause this <laughs> yeah. real quick. All right. We got Noel. Noah.
1: Noah. <laughs> Noah. Like the guy who built
0: the boat. <laughs> well, Moses split the Red Sea. I don't remember his name. Oh, wait. I just <laughs> All right. Moses. You got you to talk to him about the goat situation because I don't know the story. And also, <laughs> you are here... To listen to your mentor talk about this, so time to sit in the hot seat. All right, everyone, this is Noel.
1: You're still on the Noel. It's Noah. He built the ark. ark. <laughs> um, so pretty much what happened was, is Noah lost his goat. Well, the goat ran away. Either way, something happened with the goat. And I was like, "Did you find your goat?" And he's like, "No." So I get on my horse run my horse to Old Town Road and I literally ride around the property and I'm I'm looking and and I'm like, man, there's a herd of goats back here. If I was a male goat and I saw a bunch of goats over there, where would I go? So I'm like, I know where his goat's at. So I go over there and a neighbor runs up eventually and we find out where the goat is. So I go over to the camper and I'm like, did you get up this morning and go talk to the guy about the goat? And I'm like, he's like, no. I'm like, my worst deal is I get angry real quick when I love my people. And I'm like, what the hell, do you mean you didn't get up and go look for the goat? Say, my goat. I don't care about the damn goat. Why don't you get up and go look for the goat?
0: No, get in there with your friends. <laughs> I, like, I put wow. him on the microphone now. He's like, well, I don't know about this goat, man. <laughs> what, what goat? Get rid of the goat. What <laughs> goat.
1: So I'm like, why didn't you get up and go look for the goat? And his response was, It is what it is. What was I, that? It is what it is. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not it is what it is. It is what you allow it to be. Get up. And go find a damn goat. And he's like, <clears throat> and he throws his little tantrum. And this is, this is our bonding deal. Hey I, hey, I didn't <laughs> throw a tantrum. I threw on a shirt. I threw on a shirt. <laughs> I didn't throw a tantrum. I threw a shirt on. Yeah, and I went and looked for the goat. Went look looked for the goat. I don't think he, he went to the other place. We ended up getting the goat. Anyway, we find the goat, and I was just like, The only reason I was so upset, and I think I get more upset with people that I love because I want so much more for them. Like, I just get angry with them. Like, dude, like, I'm doing all this for you, man. I'm doing all this for you. Like, I want you to be well. You're amazing. You're like the hairstylist rock star dude and, you know, opening doors for you. But I don't think you want it as bad. Most people say most people want what it is, not what it looks like.
0: Okay, I feel that. It's kind of like the grass is always greener, but you get yeah. over there and
1: it's same kind of green. Or you fertilize your shit and you're good. You know what?
0: <laughs> when I was growing up, I loved the smell of fertilizer because summer was there.
1: See, I like cow poop.
0: And... I like cow poop. <laughs> I like to burn it.
1: I like to burn it.
0: Okay, so before we wrap up, you were talking about motiva- motivational speeches. Mm-hmm. What has spoken to you your whole life that has helped your mental health? Like, what speech really spoke to you?
1: Okay. But Eric Thomas, I keep tapping on to him. When he says, how bad do you want us to be successful, he used a, a metaphor and says, um, you want to be successful just as much as you want to breathe. And I, I let that soak in. I'm like, man, what? Is, That's entrepreneurial what right is, there. What, is, what does he mean by that? And so hold your breath. And when you can't hold your breath anymore and you take that couple more steps to me that's it and that's successful in whatever you do in your mentorship mm-hmm. in your business in your relationship as your self-development those are that's how bad i'm like there's sometimes like i won't go to sleep at night like
0: yeah man. what
1: what can i do to help somebody but i have to remember am i doing this to help them or are i doing this to help me exactly and that's the fine line i think people need to realize. Like. When you find your purpose, and I keep tapping back this and telling you this, is I've been getting a pink slip from, like, fifth grade, third, fourth, fifth grade. of. Oh, my gosh. Deep. I got
0: a pink slip from Mrs. Scribner. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Reagan Magnet School, yeah. for calling Travis Kennedy Franken-braces in, in second grade. <laughs> and I had to apologize. And... I still feel bad about it because I have guilt and shame, and (laughs) I felt really bad because I never gotten a pink slip before.
1: (laughs) My mom would go talk to the school, and they would literally give me a pink slip every day for her to say Russell's good, very good, very bad. And every time there was, he did amazing, but he was too talkative, too talkative, too talkative.
0: I hate that they say talkative. It's like too opinionated, too opinionated, too opinionated, talkative.
1: So now. I make a living off of talking too much and cooking crawfish and helping people by being too talkative. So I like want to walk in Eastward Elementary, clean Texas, Heck with my pink Aye. slip and be like, look now, sons of bitches. I, I too know, talkative. right? The greatest revenge <laughs> is, is to offer
0: a service to others that hated you. Yes. You know, I... Graduated from the Bush School of Government, Public Service, in College Station.
1: Where? What? What school? Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, George. It's at A and M, but my master's in public administration. I hear that UT. Let's let's keep the. (laughs) It's not Thanksgiving yet. Okay, football season's way away. So, um, I was hit up by one of the career guys. hashtag Shout out Matt Upton, um, who wanted me to help this you know, potential intern, get an intern at um, an agency that I worked with. And he got the job and it made me feel so validated because you're helping people and then you actually made a difference and what you're doing for yourself is making a difference for oh, yourself.
1: It's the best medicine to yeah. me. And it's not ultimately. selfish no. at all. That's the, and I tell people, like, everybody's different, but the best medicine is, to me, is for the people that they gave up on. Like, there are so many people that used to count me out, but the people that Can you that
0: give me like, an example, like, no-name stuff? Don't
1: drop don't uh, drop bad no names. No-name drops. Myself.
0: That's a big, that's the biggest one. A, okay, a I'm name, into it. I'm listening.
1: There's... Just Google me. I'm not going to tell you all my personal stuff until we have a personal podcast. But why do you have <laughs> a personal blog saying all these things? You're like, just Google just, stuff, just, and then It's <laughs> easier. I mean, people counted me out. I mean, statistics counted me out. Thank you. And
0: your pattern,
1: your stat. That's it. You're just a. Oh, I'm just another one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I look at my life like you're right. I am just another one of those. I'm another one of those that's helping another one of those. That's going to help another one of those. That's going to help another one of those. And until you're one of those too, you you're just too scared to talk about it. Exactly.
0: And if you are not one of those, and by those we mean people with diagnosed mental health, um, diagnoses, you know, or anyone who thinks something's wrong, there's no judgment for people who accept others for who they are. And that's the biggest part of our mission is to decrease the stigma and talk to people like you and Noah and Diana and everybody else, actually that I've had on the podcast, because we are the ones who are speaking out and they are the ones
1: that are holding it in.
0: Exactly. Who are afraid and, You don't have to be afraid. Like, we're not fragile. We're not broken. We can
1: talk. We are smart. I agree, but I disagree with the we're not broken because I am only me because I was broken. I I couldn't... I wouldn't come to this podcast. I wouldn't drive out here and talk to you if I never was broken. I appreciate that. So... Thanks
0: for saying that.
1: Being broken has turned me into who I am. So I, I open... With open arms, I take... I have been broken beat down abused and i took all that and i building with it mm-hmm. so when people say oh you're not broken I'm like hey, "No, you're not broken
0: exactly okay you, yeah i totally agree i like have, that stance seriously if you seriously. have
1: never known that you were broken then how do you know you're fixed
0: and how do you know if you're broken unless you talk to somebody else about what you're going through
1: kendall fickling <laughs> man golly man y'all getting all the free drops yeah. <laughs> says this, and this, is, this is
0: just pledging more this, this it. is pleasant more content. this
1: opened my eyes it says a crooked stick doesn't know it's crooked telling me to straight stick and i was like wow so he goes oh those, oh wow moments mm-hmm. you're the like,
0: same but you're shaped differently yeah, like,
1: wow like we're all the same Mm-hmm. We are all the same, and people go tap into race race, and things. Literally, we are all the same. We all have the same issues. But it's the crooked ones that talk to each other.
0: Because you can see crooked.
1: That's it. But when it sounds sh-
0: kind of like LGBT. Kind
1: of- <laughs> <laughs> you can see the straight ones. <laughs> you can, can see, see the crooked ones.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not making fun. I just I just had to go there. Because well, we've we been talking about serious grandma, stuff. You
1: can talk about that. I'm telling you, she literally... Pioneered the opening for all those
0: i would love to record a bonus episode with you most definitely um, that we will put on our patreon page and if people go and donate 25 dollars monthly recurrence then you will be able to have access to that podcast because i think your grandmother deserves at least 30 minutes of just about her because she has been a light of your life and still is
1: she's been the light of my life and in San Jose, California, she's been the light for women, gay, straights, whatever you're the unnorm mm-hmm. to the. I'm quotation like they can see me. I'm I know, like, right? quotation marks. <laughs> we were
0: talking about clothes before, but i was like, <laughs> we'll just put it on the gram, everybody. <laughs> like, don't worry about
1: it. <laughs> but yeah, she is definitely. Um,
0: I'll pause it for a second. So you are so connected to your grandmother still. And what would be her advice to you, or not advice, her praise for you to coming on and doing this podcast because I know you are yourself. You are Rusty Crowdaddy. You know, father, manly man, really proud black man, not afraid to voice his opinions. And I bet she is so proud of you. What do you think she would say to you at the end of the podcast?
1: Um, continue to walk in your purpose. Um, like I said, I, I think if more people, we get so caught up in chasing the dollar that we're not concentrating on what our God-given gift is, what he put us here to do. And your vessel is not what you're here to do. Your vessel is just what you do to allow you to do what you're here to do. <laughs> wow. Everybody's just taking a doo do. I know. doo 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 I shit that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she did. I mean, and I, we don't touch on my grandpa enough, so I'm going to kind of spill that in, but he always told me that he supported everything. She supported him for 20 years and doing what he was doing in the military and then another 20 years he did with American Airlines. And when she wanted to do what she wanted to do, he backed her 100% and was there for her. And I don't think she would be able to be as successful as she was if she didn't have my grandpa there and her seven kids there supporting her vision. And I think my family, everybody jokes they're like y'all are like the country cosby kids (laughs) Kids? my mom's like (laughs) (laughs) Medea. you mean tyler perry yes the country Medea is pretty much what the town looks at my mom and i don't think i couldn't have been successful as successful as i am with what i do if it wasn't for that strong foundation you know and i think we all you know, if you're just starting a family or you're thinking about dating, like, do your research. Mm-hmm. Don't just, oh, I fell in love and yay. Like, Everything's that. perfect yeah, forever. I mean, love goes away and love is an action word.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: think people fail to realize that, you know, once the butterflies go away.
0: Real life sets in.
1: Real life sets in and we just get caught chasing the butterflies. Exactly. And
0: and know, what I've heard from relationships, and I'll touch on what you said, is The relationships that last the longest, the marriages that last the longest, are those who are most open to change in the relationship. That they know there's a romantic period, there is a learning period, there's an acceptance period, and then there's a life period. That's it. That you've accepted as your partner.
1: That's it. And a lot of us may not have had that mirror image. And that's what, um, with the new generation of millennials or everything, a lot of us come from a, I'm not a millennial, just to let y'all know, I'm an 80s baby.
0: Holla at you, boy. I mean, I'm 89. What's up? <laughs> not 89 years old. Product of 89.
1: But you may have not seen that mirror image, but it, you can't allow that to be something you can continue to blame because you can Google things now. Like I saw this meme or something it's Googles the new mom. Like, literally, if you're struggling with something, there's people, there's shows like Wanna. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people out there that want to see you be successful and it's up to you to reach out. It just takes a little bit of, just like our relationship that just right. built was one person you see and smiling at him and saying, hey, I see you. I see you. And a relationship builds off of that.
0: Because you do feel it with people. And it's not like the eyes. It's just like, You've seen death. You've experienced it in your head with suicidal ideation. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And you're like, I accept life now. It's time to enjoy it and learn about people and talk.
1: That's the best way. I mean, if you think about it, they didn't have all that stuff back in the day. So most of the people have spent time sitting down and talking or listening to a, a radio show. Right. They didn't have what... The television persona is where you see, oh, that's what a marriage looks like. Mm-hmm. That's not what a marriage looks like. Like, I go back to the Cosby show and the Living Color and things like that when people were genuine before stereotypes got in and say, well, right. that person can't be that person. Back then, it was everybody was still finding their self. Exactly. So there wasn't a right and wrong.
0: And that's totally true, honestly. Mastering self sooth. Rock, paper, scissors. Who goes first?
1: You first, so I can figure... All right, let's rock, paper, scissors.
0: Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, cut it out. Cut it out. (laughs) Cut it out. (laughs) All right, let's go scissors. So, my mastery for the next 24 hours is to go back and listen to your whole story. Noah, we're definitely going to talk to you about you, Boyle, okay? (laughs) Because you are the age group that seriously is into this podcast and i think it would be really great so mastery is to get your number get your story and then figure out a time whenever you want to talk yeah because like you got it. a great role model in russ t Crow Daddy, louisiana
1: Wild <laughs> <laughs> instagram russ okay. underscore t underscore Crow daddy. holla at your boy hi
0: We're going to put that all in the description of the podcast. Go follow in one. They got like 3K likes. It's like, shit, I got like 421. Come on, everyone. (laughs) Like our Facebook page.
1: We're going to send it out there.
0: (laughs) I love it. Okay. And then my self-soothe. Ashley, my art director who does a website and, you know, design the cards. um, She is helping me learn how to self-soothe. She works at Lush, and she always gives me bath bomb. Ashley? I love you for those bath bombs, man. I wish I could. Just they smell sit so in bath. good. So I'm going to take a bath, with one of those bath bombs. I just can't sit
1: in a bath long enough. I'm like, oh, okay, You got to gonna- shower first and <laughs> then oh, take a bath. That's the trick.
0: Yes, yeah, because I hate see, sitting in right? dirty bath water. Yeah. Oh. No over so here like, duh.
1: Yeah. I'll just go sit I'm in the <laughs> I'm not seeing You're like, what? will <laughs> get in the horse trough and then go take a shower. I uh, <laughs> <no>, right?
0: <laughs> Go back first. All right, your turn. Mastering uh, self-discipline.
1: So uh, mastering, I don't even know if this will fit, but I'm gonna say it anyway. You're judging yourself. I got to finish the end of Hell on Wheels. <laughs> Hell on Wheels. I'm on the fifth episode. I think episode eight. And I think there's thirteen. So like, I'm like right there. Um, I'm right there. <laughs> it's like he's finish, training. Yeah, like, I Almost
0: next to the finish line.
1: <laughs> five episode, five series, and four days. Yeah. No, still. it's just like the
0: practice of sitting still for this ADD guy. Yeah. It's, a really hard practice. That's a mastery for you, right there, that too. Is,
1: That's is definitely something that I, I struggle with. Um, self soothe. Self soothe. My horses are my self soothing. So. Noah actually feeds in the morning and then ties him to the tree and then. Do I you get feed up. Noah, or does Noah feed the Noah. goats and the horses? No, Noah, Noah feeds everything, including himself. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, buddy. That's part of their rental agreement. Yeah, <laughs> you sleep in the barn too. He has a no. he has a camper. Close enough. <laughs> well,
0: animals on it like they're the best therapy, and you they heard are. like horse therapy and everything. Yes. Of course, that's working for you. That's
1: that's my goal, but I haven't been doing as much as I should. He gets him. I, I, instead of riding every day, I kind of shortchanged myself. I'm like, I'll just run
0: around the round bend. Why are we whispering? I don't know. That's just
1: how cool. <laughs> <laughs> Come back in Come back closer. into the mic. Um, <laughs> Wait,
0: weren't you a radio rock? Were you like a love line? You, hello, yeah, welcome hello. to R&B. That's it. The sounds. You're with Mr.
1: Network. We're going <laughs> <laughs> to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, well, I love
0: that. Horses self suits They do. Honestly. My
1: horses are mine. I mean, I got cowboy and a horseshoe on my arm, so um, the Western culture. Is He's like, not
0: even doing it for the gram. Like, that's no, just you, That's dude. just
1: me. I mean, they came out Old Time Road. Shout out to Lil Nas. You stole my I so. like that.
0: Old Time Road. I
1: mean, they see me, and they start singing. I'm like, I've been doing this since, like, 99. Hoda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is it? Kathy Lee and Hoda. But Now it's like. Whatever. Oh, she no puts that on no the today phones. show. Oh, you got busted. Ah,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm chewing gum too. I'm <laughs> sorry.
1: Oh man. All
0: right. Russ T daddy <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Again, check him out. LouisianaWild.com.
1: That's LouisianaWild.com.
0: And you can check him out on
1: Instagram, Russ. Craw Daddy is my personal, or you can go to Louisiana Wild Crawfish on Instagram, Louisiana Wild Crawfish on Facebook, or once again, you can follow us at LouisianaWild.com. Holla at your boy.
0: And please do because they love Austin and it makes me so happy, honestly. <laughs> because honestly, most of the crab, crabfish, crawfish boils that we have do been in Austin too. were probably catered by you.
1: Um, we are. We do do a bunch of them, and the main thing I do want to point out is there are a lot of crawfish catering companies around here. But one thing that sets us apart, if you're looking to start a crawfish catering company or something like that, I'm not one of those people. Like, oh no, they're getting into my business. Right. Like one well, number one, you're not gonna outwork me. Nah. Like ADD, ADHD, D A D H D. You're not ready to go that hard. I know, right? Um, but <laughs>
0: I got all the energy you, in the you world. You can
1: you can call us. <laughs> You know, and I work with people. There's uh, Down South Cajun Eats, east Side Boilers. Mm-hmm. You know, I consult with them on a regular basis on anything. So when you start working, walking in your purpose, helping people is a blessing. I'm not worried about if they're going to steal my business or my clientele or things like that because I do relationships and then I do business. Exactly. So if I ruin that relationship, that's on me.
0: You know what? You're not ruining this we're just starting <laughs> something and you're part of something bigger and thank you so much for being on we are no alamo the mental health podcast this week and the light is the going light, to flicker. The light is <laughs> flicker thank you Renma. No, thank i feel you like i got to meet me. her too no,
1: thank you i mean we are no alamo mm-hmm. y'all check them out um i mean a lot of y'all that are just driving around instead of listening to whatever tunes you listen for the day just plug in the podcast And it'll open your heart. It'll open your eyes. And then from there.
0: And it's real people.
1: Real people with real problems doing real things. Holla at you, boy.
0: (laughs) All right, everybody. Take care of yourself. Remember, you are not alone because we are no Alamo. See you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cha-poopsies.